Welcome to Camp Glory's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this week's encouraging message by Pastor Sam Fine. For more information, please visit kingofglorycc.com. Has it ever been hard for some of you parents here to trust the Lord with your children? Their well-being? It can be challenging. But what anchors you as parents and what anchors me as a father is the Word of the Lord. Because the Word of the Lord allows my roots to go deep. It allows me to take a deep breath and realize that I'm not going to be always anxious or, or continually watching out for my children. You know, in the natural, a tree matures. When, it, when it's maturing, the root structure will grow and grow and go deep into the soil. It helps support the added height and the weight of the top of the tree as it's growing. And also, as its roots go deep, it supplies nourishment that's deep down in there. It supplies water that is so needed for a tree, for its growth, for its stability. But you know, spiritually, we're to be like that tree. We, we can't just be shallow. Our roots have got to go deep in our own lives for us to have long-term sustainability. We're, we're in this for the long haul. We're not here for the sprint. We're here for a marathon. And God wants our roots to go deep and deep into the soil. But how do you make your own roots go deep? How do you make your roots go deep? You, you know, you just don't grunt it out and your roots grow, you know? You've got to do something that causes your root system to go deep into the soil. Well, roots will grow deep in your own personal life as they reach for the water of the Word. They will reach for that source of water that comes from the Word of God. You have to become, begin to have a, a thirst. You know, Eliza said a couple of weeks ago, she says, have you ever like, you know, just started drinking a lot of water? You know, got your, you know, your Yeti or whatever it is. You just start drinking a lot of water during the day. And the more water you drink, the more thirsty you get. That happens as, as, we're, as we're in the Word, as we begin to study the Word, as we begin to appropriate the Word, as we begin to meditate on the Word, chew on the Word, we get more thirsty for the Word. It's just something that begins to happen within our lives as believers. So it's important that we, that we hide God's Word in our hearts. Psalm 119 verse 10 says this, With all my heart I sought you, and do not let me wander from your commandments. Your Word I treasured in my heart that I might not sin against you. It is treasuring God's Word deep within your heart that will keep you and protect you in your life as you're walking down your path to keep you from sin, to keep you from entering into temptation. David said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's a guide. It steers you. It shows you where to go. But because of, of um, what we struggle with in life, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But there's a lot going on today in this world, is there not? I mean, come on. I mean, just 
What is happening today is, rewind the tape 20 years ago. You do not hear of all the things that are happening right now in the world 20 years ago. Things are escalating. Things are getting more challenging. And we can't deal with the worldly things on this earthly plane. And David discovered a key is that you can't try to figure things out all on this natural plane. It doesn't make sense. There's absolutely nothing that makes sense to what's going on in the world around us. But what's happening is that in those seasons of time, it's going to, we've got to shift instead of trying to fix everything so that our lives are safe and peaceful in a world that is chaotic, we've got to turn to the Word. We've got to get into the Word, and what does the Word say about your life? What does the Word say about the events in this world? You know, someone that doesn't have a deep root system is like the one found in Matthew 13, verse 9. Matthew 13, verse 19. And this is what it says. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road. The one on, the who, the one on whom seed was sown on the rocky places. This is the man who hears the word and he immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no firm root in himself, but is only temporary. But when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he falls away. This person has a shallow experience and has not allowed the truth of, of, of God's word to enter deep within their life. They receive it. They're all excited for the moment. But because they got rocks in their life, because they're not allowing, they're not receiving it into the fertile soil of their hearts, it's not producing fruit. Therefore, the seed is vulnerable to be snatched up by the evil one. There's one thing that happens. Is that the enemy is going to go after the seed of the Word before it gets into your heart. Because he does not want the Word to take root in your heart because he realizes that the seed of God's Word has unimaginable power to overcome him. It is the power within that overcomes the devil. And when that word takes root in your heart, it begins to to form itself a root system that will help you to be able to stand against the evil one. I want to talk about a tree that makes its home in the desert. I got a picture of a tree. It's called the shepherd's tree. That's one rough tree living in one rough place. But it's called a shepherd's tree. And this tree has plenty reason to have deep roots because it lives in desert places around the world. But what's amazing about this tree system is its root system. Beneath the ground, you don't realize this, this not, there's not that tall uh, uh, a shepherd's tree can grow 20 to 30 feet high, which is around 6 to 10 meters high, tall. But its root system is six times deeper than its tall. It has the deepest root systems in the world. 
its roots will go down 223 feet. That's deep. Which is 68 meters, just to kind of put that in perspective. An Olympic-sized swimming pool is 50 meters long. A redwood tree uh, can grow to more than 250 feet, or 76 meters, which makes a redwood tree eight meters taller than the root system of a shepherd's tree that goes deep under the earth. Eight, me- eight meters taller than the root system that goes under the earth. That's deep roots. Come on. I mean, it, it makes sense why a shepherd's tree would, would need to have deep root system. And what's beautiful about this tree is that it provides shade for all the critters that are around in the desert. And the other thing is, is it always supplies an ample supply of food for anybody that wants to eat the berries off of it. I mean, come on. It's always providing fruit. It's always green. It's always providing shade. Makes sense that it's a shepherd's tree, you know? It's just really cool. But, but for this tree, it's all about water. It is all about water. And its root system can suck up water like no one's business. But the deeper the roots plunge, the more water that it gets. This tree is able to sustain itself for many years. But you know what? Spiritually, we must be like this shepherd's tree. Our root system has got to go deep in our own lives. As this tree in the desert, it's all about water. For our own personal lives, it is all about receiving the water that emanates from the Word of God. There is something that happens when believers are in God's Word. It is emanating and releasing water in your life. You're not just reading words on a, on, on a page. You're, you're reading life. Jesus says, the words that I speak are what? Spirit and are life. So when you're reading the Word, you're not just like reading, well, I got to just read the Word, do my devotion. No. Revelation can come forth from the Word. Nutrients. Your own life is being refreshed. And this is what causes your roots to go deep. Because you're hungering for the Word of God. And I've heard some people say, you know, I don't really like to read. And you know what? I I mean, I can understand. Who here just loves to read? Just loves to read. Okay. There's those here that just love to read. I mean, you'll get a book. You have a book. You want to read a book every week. It's, a, it's just like something that you, you've got to do. Where there's those that just don't naturally always like to read. So like, you know, there's those here that, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, if your car breaks down, there's those here that would read the manual before they try to fix the car. Well, there's those here that will just lift up the hood and look in there and say, let's just fix it. And they learn as they go. All right? Who here will just learn as you go? Okay. 
Well, there's those that when you get a Christmas gift, you know, you're like, woo, this is nice. And all of a sudden, you know, you look at it, and it comes with an instruction manual, and there's those that would read the manual to put it together, and there's those that would say, well, let's just start putting it together. We'll figure it out as we go. You know, there's just those kinds of people. But I want to encourage those, if reading is not like an everyday thing for you, I want to share with you that there is a treasure that you will find as you read God's Word. A treasure that will cause your life to be blessed in everything you put your hands to. When you read God's Word and you allow it to go deep into your life and in your heart, it will cause you to be uh, refreshed when you're going through difficult times. It will cause you to be an individual that will be blessed in all of your life. It will, you will stand out when everybody else is freaking out. You're all of a sudden standing there, cool as a cucumber, and the only reason is, is because your roots are deep. Those around you could be shallow. They're trying to deal with things on the natural plane. You know what? If that little shepherd's tree tried to figure out how to get water on the surface level, it would die in one day. But it is a tree that chooses the better life, and it means going deep. We've got to be like that. We've got to have a root system that's strong. I see too many people being tossed to and fro by the wind and the waves of this world and are not living a sustained life in Christianity. And I'm seeing people fall away because they got shallow roots. We've got to have our roots go deep and love His Word. You know, developing and maintaining a solid spiritual root system is an active, lifelong pursuit of reading, studying, memorizing, and obeying God's Word. This causes your root system. You know, we don't see our roots going deep, but there's a spiritual realm because His words are life and they're spirit. And your roots are just drinking it in. And you're getting sustained by Him as you move on in life. I want us to look at a verse, a few verses in chapter 5 of Ephesians. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in uh, third, fifth, 20 gear now, whatever. So, Ephesians 5, 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might, so that he, God, might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and blameless by the washing of the word. Ephesians is really a book of revelations. But in these few verses, I want to really make one point. And this is it. There's water in the word. There's water in the word for your life. There's water that emanates from God's word into your life. And that word will refresh you, will sustain you, will sanctify you, and will cleanse you. And as you're studying the Word, this is going on in your spirit, in your soul. 
But, it, this, but what this reveals is, is that we need the water that's contained in the Word. You've got to have the Word, and you've got to have the water. You can't just have the water without the Word, and you can't have the Word without the water. You've got to have it both. And you get it as a byproduct of allowing the Word of God to just, just to, to dip deep into your life. And there's a, the, the word here for, for the Word is called rhema, which is a present word or a, a now word. There's two types of words. There's the, the constant Word of God, which never changes. And then there's the, the rhema Word of God, which is found here in Ephesians, which is the instant word, the now word. It's the word that you hear when you're reading the Scriptures and, and the Lord speaks to you in your heart and, 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 and refreshes you. And He says, I love you. You're my son. You're my daughter. I'm here. I'm never going to leave you. And when you receive that refreshing rhema word, it just like, it just refreshes you. Listen, when, when I had kidney failure three years ago, it was very difficult for me. I, in one moment, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was very, I mean, I had Dan. I mean, Dan came and saw me at my house, and I, I was really struggling. I mean, I was in bed for, for a couple months, and then the Lord one day spoke to my heart as I was just, I was in the Word, and I was just meditating. I said, oh, the Scripture says, by your stripes I'm healed. And I was just, I was just chewing on the Word. And the Lord spoke to my heart, and He said, this is not unto death. And I said, oh, thank you, Lord. I said, Lord, I need, I need to hear that refreshing word that this, what I'm struggling with, is not unto death. You know, the arama word might be when the Lord speaks to you and says, you know what, I don't want you to go see that movie. You know, you're not going to find that in, in the Bible. Don't go see that movie. But God can speak a now word to you that comes forth from the Scripture because Christ lives within you. Because He's living within you, He can speak to you. And so in that, He might say, so don't go see the movie. Well, you're not going to find that in the Bible, but He's going to speak to you that doesn't contradict the constant word of God. He's going to speak to you a now word that's going to affirm His constant word, but it's going to give life and it's going to refresh you in your spirit. So the Bible is a constant word, and it's also a now word. Turn with me Psalms 1, verse 1. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. This is a contrast, guys, Psalm 1, of how God, how David deals with the world. This is a contrast because it's saying there's the wicked, there's the sinners, there's the scoffers. There's those in the world that can cause a lot of trouble. And what he, David's not doing, he's not focusing on all those things around him on the natural plane. 
in response to those things around him. Scoffers can be uh, individuals that are um, always uh, quarrelsome. They're, they're always disagreeable. They're always, they're just no fun to be around. You know, there's no fun. So instead of dealing with people on this natural plane, David says, but I turn my eyes onto the Lord and I meditate upon his word day and night. And in that, he's allowing his root system to go deep, even though in the midst on this natural plane, things are going crazy. I mean, Saul was after his hide. He wanted to kill him. He wanted to destroy him. For seven years, he ran from cave to cave, from cave to cave. And he didn't focus on all those rascals, but he set his heart on meditating upon God's Word and was receiving the water, the nutrients that he needed to live a sustainable life. Even in the midst of adversity, the Lord wants you to be able to stand in adversity and be one that prospers in all your ways and your leaf does not wither. And that's going to require you to be in the Word daily, to allow your, your root system to, to receive the water. I want to quickly share, real quick, four blessings to having deep roots. So take notes, jot these down. This comes out of Jeremiah 17, verse 7. The first thing that you're going to receive is your life will be continually refreshed. Your life will be continually refreshed. As you extend your spiritual roots to receive the water found in His Word, there will be a constant refreshing of your soul that will come forth from the water of the Word. You're not going to dry up on the inside. You know what? You know what it's like when you haven't spent time in the, in the Word for a month. You guys know what it's like. You feel like you're going to dry up on the inside, don't you? You really feel like on the inside you're drying up. And that's because you haven't been getting the water that you need to live a sustainable life. That's why you've got to be in the Word. I don't care if you don't really like to read. It's because of life. It's because of you being able to be sustained in the midst of all that you're going through. You're never too busy. You are never too busy to be in God's Word. Never. If you're too busy, then you're just too busy for life. Just dial it back. Number two, fear will not shake you in hard times. Fear will not shake you in hard times. You will not be fearful when there is hard times in your own personal life. I'm not, I'm not going to expound upon that one. That's pretty self-straightforward. Number three, you will continually prosper in lean seasons. You know, there are seasons in which we all go through financial drought, right? Come on. We all can be challenged financially at various times. But even in lean seasons financially, you will always have green leaves and you will always prosper. You will always prosper in your soul. And that's what will carry you through the lean season until you enter into the abundance of what the Lord has for you. It is critical to dive in deep into the world. Fourthly, lastly, your life will bear much fruit for others. 
when you receive His Word into the fertile soil of your heart, there will be constant fruit that will be born in your life. The shepherd's tree that I showed you earlier bears fruit all the time. Your life will bear fruit all the time, even though it can be difficult. You know, my grandmother was one of really the most loving individuals that I've ever met, and Joe Jane can testify, right? Joe Jane and my grandma were two peas in a pod. I'm telling you what. And she was joyful. That is right. But she never said one unkind word about anybody. And my wife could testify to that. So in that, her life bore love fruit all the time. I mean, she, she just, she, it oozed out of her. And you wanted to be around her because she loved you Sometimes even when you weren't lovable. And her love for you made you feel valuable and appreciated. And, and I was able to partake of the fruit of love that came forth from my grandma. And in that, she sustained, she had a sustained life and walked in love because she spent time in the Word every day. She, every year, I can't tell, I probably for 20 years she sent me every year a daily guidepost. You ever had one of those daily devotionals called daily guideposts? And, and I would read my daily guidepost. And, and, but, but she was just a woman of the Word, and she chose to live a life according to the Word and not according to her flesh. It was a time she had every right to say something about that person or you're a rascal, but she never did, never did. And I'm a blessed man. But you're going to bear fruit in your life because of deep roots and a lot of times the fruit isn't for you. You know the fruit is for other people. The fruit is for other people to partake of in your own life. We're to be fruitful people. But you know, I, I, if, if, I see, if I need some patience, I might just say, whew, oh, there's some patience fruit right there. And, and, and if I need, need a little joy, I got a little joy fruit right here. No, and here's joy fruit right here too. But the reality is, is that the body of Christ, we need each other. And we can partake of the fruit in each of our lives because our roots are deep. Next week, I'm going to talk about going deep into the water, going into the deep. And trust me, I used to fish in deep water. So I know a little bit about going in deep water. We're going to have a good time next week, and I'm looking forward to what the Lord has for us. So would you all stand? Father, I thank you and I praise you for this church. And Lord, I thank you that this church, even though waves and wind and elements, seasons of drought, difficulties have come upon us at times, Lord, I just declare and decree that this church, that its roots are going to go deep. We're going to find that artesian well that's released through your word. The word that emanates water. And we're going to receive all that we need because we're going to choose to follow your word. Obey your word. Meditate upon your word and live a life according to your word. And Lord, I thank you that we will be a people that will not be shaken in these days that are upon us. So, Lord, I praise you and I thank you. And I ask, Lord, that you would put a salt tablet in each of the mouths of everyone here. 
that we would begin to be thirsty for the word. That just as David said, as a deer pants for the watered brook, so my soul pants for you, O God. So Lord, we just thank you and praise you that we are going to be a thirsty people and we're going to find satisfaction in you. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, amen. Thank you for listening to King of Glory Sermon of the Week. Connect with us on Instagram at KOG underscore Asheville and on Facebook at facebook.com slash KOG Asheville.